but what ran out of batteries i, I don't understand it's not working mm. yeah. yes we've had plenty of noisy toys we have silenced it's all the practice <laughs> Yeah, click the live button. I think we might be live. YouTube just told me we're live, so. Well, I will. <laughs> Ooh, we are live. All right. Cool. The big go. screen says we're doing oval. Yes, I'm uh, just warming up. I, I didn't warm up before we got on here. So clearly the warm up is happening. Uh, this is real, right? This is, uh, it's reality uh, streaming, so. Absolutely. Uh, Depending well, on how long we go, I may have to bow out a little early today. I have an appointment in a little bit. Okay. Well, it's very casual. So, you know, whenever, um, you know, come and go as you please. Uh, the space is, is free to all. And it's, you know, um, and I think we're, uh, we're really going to focus on, uh, on on creature today we have uh creature has joined us this morning and we really want to like we want we want to catch up and we want to know what's what's going on with with your uh tattoo practice and absolutely yeah we're really uh we're really interested because you know again it's like uh we've we've really kind of developed this this fun little community of uh of tattooers and artists that uh where we support each other, we give each other some feedback, and and I I draw these terrible uh, ellipses. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to it's good it's good to get warmed up. You just wanna you don't want to go in ice cold. You know what I mean? Have a little. Bit. I even practice ellipses when I watercolor. Hell yeah! Because I'll I'll do the ellipses in different colors and overlap. And you know, let the watercolor thing happen, where they you know blend together, and it's always a good way to warm up and go. Oh, I really like those colors together. That's cool. I like your watercolors. Yeah, I like your watercolors. Uh, I haven't had time in a while. <laughs> All the ones you post are good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm feeling much more warmed up and prepared for the show today, and so I think with that we can we can certainly um, we can certainly get get things going on. Good morning, everybody. It's so great to have you today. It's it's Monday, October second. Uh, happy New Month. Happy New Month. Happy, Happy month. Spooky month. Happy new month. Yeah. It is the month of Halloween. We love Halloween. There's a there's a Friday the 13th this month also. I know. Which is yeah. I'm going to a Halloween party on that night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I'll be that's reading tarot cards all night. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. Yeah, very nice. Well. Oh. Uh, good morning, Kyle. Good to see you. Oh, we've got a. Hey, Kyle. How goes everybody? 
really well. Um, good. good. We've, uh, we're just getting caught up today. Um, didn't have the show last week. I was, uh, I was away on business. <laughs> but it was a, um, it was a, it was a great convention. It's a gathering, cannabis festival and tattoo gathering. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, hey, there's uh, Mickey Schlick, everybody. Good morning, Mickey. Morning, Mickey. Good morning. Great to see you all. Uh, I'm gonna do the the thing real quick. So the thing. Uh, yeah. The welcome to reinventing the tattoo, uh, Guy Atchison's community for uh, for tattooers, collectors, apprentices, and the curious. Um, and uh, so you can learn more about reinventing and the curriculum that it offers at uh, reinventingthetattoo.com. Um, and again, thank you again for tuning in. If you're, if you're live, you can let us know in the comments like where you're tuning in from um, or feel free to zoom into the show. Uh, there's more information about that on the homepage of reinventingthetattoo.com. Um, you can also uh, find this show and our other content as a podcast. Uh, it's available at the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. Uh, we also have a Roku channel, a Facebook uh, page, and also a YouTube channel. So you can, um, there's so much available for you uh, for you from us for free. But of course, there is some paid for content. You can find out more by visiting the courses uh, tab here at Reinventing the Tattoo, um, where there's a special effects 101, there is uh, the evolution, the canon, exercises. There's all sorts of options for you. You can choose a la carte or you can, you know, you can do it for yourself or you can do it for your studio, um, your, your apprentices. There's a lot of really great content for your apprentices. Uh, you can even uh, ask for advice from Guy himself. Um, and there's also a comprehensive tattoo history course from Jay Brown. Uh, we also have a number of weekly staple shows uh yeah there's the app right that's it's an app reinventing the app so you can check that out uh so what i will uh, i'll do i'm gonna run through our uh our scheduled lineup on sundays at 1 p.m eastern we have uh the reinventing drawing group hosted by jason leeser that's followed at mondays 9 a.m eastern drawing for tattooers with james wisdom that's me that's this show you made it uh, as far as, uh, the rest of Monday, it's a busy, busy day at reinventing 11 a.m. is the tattoo now show at 5 p.m. on Mondays. It's let's talk about feelings with Robbie Ripple. And at 9 p.m. Eastern, we have the subscribers exclusive drawing group. And that's hosted by Sandy McAndrew. You have to, uh, join reinventing to, to get access to that, but it's, a, it's a fantastic opportunity. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's well worth the cost, and it's. I think it's a. It's a really great time. You you really get a lot out of it. So the, the subscribers exclusive drawing group. Um, let's see. So uh, that's followed on Thursdays at six p.m. The Tattoo Collecting One Hundred and One Podcast. I think that I think that Gabe has a show on Tuesdays and Wednesdays actually, but he's he's getting things going on. So I need to get my I need to get my schedule all cleared up. Um, he's a busy guy. He is busy. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, you, you're definitely going to want to, you know, we're going to thank our sponsors. 
And uh, I want to mention Tattoo Now. Tattoo Now is technology for tattooers, the leading edge in professional development management and digital tools for tattooers of all levels. So um, check out Tattoo Now. You can ask for Gabe, he'll get you all hooked up. Uh, World Tattoo Events. World Tattoo Events uh, is the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. Lots of updating as conventions are rescheduling like crazy. So uh, you can always find out what's happening in your neck of the woods by visiting worldtattooevents.com. Uh, and we would like to thank Guy Atchison for being the founder and the inspiration behind the Reinventing the Tattoo community. You can learn more about Guy Atchison by visiting guyatchison.com uh, where you can find paintings, prints, custom machines, as well as learn about Guy's story of being a painter, uh, navigating his uh, through the tattoo world. And uh, so upcoming events, I wanna plug uh, the Paradise Tattoo Gathering. Uh, it's, it's coming right up, it's coming right up and uh, it's gonna be uh, a beautiful Jimney Peak uh, in Massachusetts. So um, yeah, if you're gonna, if you haven't got your tickets, you better buy them quick, they're, they're going fast. Um, but it's gonna be a week full of fantastic uh, seminars mm -hmm. and great tattooers there. Um, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm checking it out for the first time. So I'm, I'm like super excited. Um, and, uh, I know that, uh, Mickey is going to be tattooing there that this, uh, at this convention. So we'll have to ask, uh, ask him about that. Uh, but with, uh, on that note, I think we've pretty much done our, uh, obligatory announcements and stuff. So yeah, that's it. Thanks everybody. Thanks for hanging in there with that. It was, uh, um, um, it's, it's always a, it's always a pleasure to see all of you. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. It's, it is Monday for sure. <laughs> so, uh, Mickey, so great to see you. Uh, it's, uh, it's always a pleasure to, we had you on the show a couple weeks ago, about a month ago, maybe, maybe longer. Yeah, thank you for having me. Oh, of course. Um, it was, uh, it was really, it was really great to, you know, to get a chance to interview you and to, you know, learn about your process. Um, and again, I was just mentioning the, the Paradise Tattoo Gathering. Um, you're going to be there. I'm definitely going to be there. I don't know what the tattoo plan is yet. Uh, I'm mostly planning on hanging out. I haven't planned anything. So we'll see if anybody's interested in something. I'm looking for one big two dare. And uh, aside from that, I'm, I might just have the booth and hang out and draw and talk to people. We'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, I think that's the, um, I think that's the, uh, the way to go. Right. That's going to be hopefully this is what I've heard about. It. I've never been to this convention, but I've heard that people leave it like more refreshed, charged, ready to, you know, ready to, to, you know, to sort of get back into their tattooing practice. You know, sometimes conventions, they can be a bit draining. You, you know, you got to travel there. You got to get set up, do all the work you would normally do and then clean up and get the hell out of town. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, it can be a lot to deal with, but I've heard I've heard really great things about 
uh, this convention. Uh, I know Gabe Ripley is the promoter. So, uh, so Gabe, if you're out there listening, you know, feel free to chime in. You can let us know. Um, I'm going to check on the chat. So see what's happening. Yeah, good morning, chat. Ah, Jason Leeser. Good morning, uh, Jason. It's good morning, Jason. Good morning, Jason. He's got me drawing dragon claws. Noise. <laughs> Noise. Yeah, I keep meaning to, to jump on his show too, but it's uh, um, no more excuses, right? I, you know, I, <laughs> I'm always tattooing right then, but it would be nice to, you know, to be able to. You know, just sort of click in and tattoo and talk, you know? I love that. So. I used to I used to join his show all the time. And I love it. Just Sundays is so hard for me. Right. Yeah. It's uh well again, Jason, we love you, love your show. Um oh and Jason said he's coming on in a few minutes. That's fantastic. Yay. Love to have you, Jason. Um mm -hmm. Well, uh, so a uh, creature contacted me this morning. Creature, you wanted to you wanted to come on the show today. You wanted to share what's what's new with you, and we were uh, we wanted to, you know. Okay, I need promotion. I need some help. Um, I'm kind of in a pickle. So, over the last three years, uh, is not legal trouble. Um, over the last three years, I've devoted a bunch of resources, created uh, my entire tattoo world, built a studio. I live in a residential area. Things have been progressing rather well. I thought we had it all worked out. Um, I received the phone call from the architect. Now, I can get into all the details and the coding and the zoning and the did da did da did da but it isn't really necessary. I got the phone call from the architect and he said that I would have to fork out 150,000 plus just to have a teeny tiny little home studio. Now they, they, they know that at the state building level and they know that at the health department. And yes, they have won this round. I tell you, but I'm not done. I'm not done. And uh, so what I have done, is instead of just whining, which I did all weekend, but don't tell. Um, I uh, I came up with the idea to contact James to, and I made, I believe it was 10 different uh, packages on Instagram where you can flip through and see my work. It all has music. And also, uh, so I'm trying to get in a studio. So there's my work in a nutshell. I live in Marion, Ohio. I've reached out to a whole bunch of studios. It's tricky getting into a shop if you didn't apprentice at that shop. Um, so I've been working on that. I've reached out to multiple studios. Um, you guys know how hard I work. So I figured that, you know, you guys could possibly say something if you'd like. Um, and that's my tattoo world. Uh, on the other on the other side of the thing, I, I'm also an author. It's not tattoo related, but I did create a really decent book. I it's published on Amazon, which is a self publishing thing. It doesn't get promotion. It's not expensive, and so it doesn't get seen, and people don't buy it. But it's really good, and I've been uh, 
putting this forward to different publishers and I've received many people to con many people to contact me. And uh, the the last one, they were, they were amazing. Um, they said that the book was uh, excellently written. It was exquisite and the, the it was exactly what the world needs right now. No, those are their words, not mine, but I'll take it. I tried. Um, so I'm trying to gather up $9,000 to get that published, to get that out. So I've created that as a package. All the descriptions are in my Instagram at Creatures Cave. Uh, please check it out. And I really appreciate the moment to spotlight. Oh, look. My stuff is coming up on the screen. So uh, thank you for, you know, for giving us this update, Creature. We've been following your, you know, journey here. And uh, I think uh, you've got, there's, there are some, you know, there's some really good work that we can sort of talk about here. And maybe, maybe there's some feedback that we can, you know, give you uh, that's going to be really beneficial. Um, and so, and we want to also promote you and help you get into the right shop environment for you. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise, as it were. You know what I mean? Um, or just an opportunity. So, absolutely. Uh, thank you. Is there anything that, is there any one of these pieces that you want us to look at specifically? Um, but, or of course, like, you know, our, our panel here today. Perhaps we could, uh, uh, perhaps there's ones that we, you know, if you want to see one particularly, we could, you know, maybe talk about it. This might be a real opportunity for you to hone in on the, you know, your strong suits, really sort of like, you know. Absolutely. Raise um, your strengths, well, as it were, and that's going to help. So each one of those that you're showing is 10 pictures. Okay. And they have a soundtrack. Um, I've grouped them. Um, some are healed, some are fresh. I've labeled them. And at the very end, I throw a picture of just random stuff. Like there's me and hip and me and derb and, you know, some other stuff to try to make some traction. Right. That was hard. That was the first attempt I ever did uh, at a painterly style. Um, the it's, I can't remember his name now. Uh, Benjamin... It was a wonderful piece. I can't remember the artist off the top of my head. It's oh, not my design. As far as the artist that, I, you know, I mean, there's, that's, that's a wonderful way to go. You know what I mean? You sort of, there's a, uh, like a stylistic aesthetic sort of, uh, you know, resonance you feel with an artist and, and you reproduce their work uh, in a very, you know, respectful way at, or, you know, or even if you sort of take, take them as inspiration at some other, I try to always give credit to the artist. My artistic skills are not as good as my tattooist skills. I'm happy to admit that. And I practice that. That's why I come to this show every week. Um, so anyway. Well, let's, yeah. uh, I want to open up the floor, you know what I mean? To, to, to everybody. And so um, maybe we could uh, maybe give you some feedback. Uh, this one, this one for me, I, I, I think that there's a, there's a really nice as, you know, it's like kind of squint at it a little bit. There's a nice level of contrast 
you know, in terms of like, there's a nice, there's a, uh, there's a background that supports these very light, the, the ice cream and the frosting and stuff, you know? Uh, so, you know, if you didn't have that or a bold outline or something like that, you know, they would, they would just sort of fall apart. But um, there's also a, a very interesting warm and cool relationship to the color that you were able to, you know, interpret or, you know, achieve um, from this artist's work. Uh, right. Oh yeah. And there's like, look at this, like, uh, it's real sh like shiny, glossy chocolate there. I was that's, just looking at that. That's, that's nicely done. All the cherries are well rendered. Um, maybe some, maybe some, some feedbacks. Anybody, anybody have any feedback on this one for Creature? What did the background originally look like? Because it looks like the cherries are like super well rendered. And then some of the like, some of the other parts have kind of soft edges where you wouldn't really expect. But, um, but the cherries are like pretty clean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Um, I tried to achieve uh, colorful photorealism with it. So I, I took their exact design, which they had uh, um, ran through filters, which made it even harder. And uh, so that's how I was able to do that. You I just ran it through filters or they ran it through filters? They, they had run it through filters. So what was the, but what did that do to it? Did it change the colors or did it change the textures? <laughs> Um, you know how we can zoom in on the notepads and all that, that they, they had hyper, hyper stylized it. So it was really, really crisp and clean. I, I had an amazing amount of trouble trying to get it that precise. What I like to do for that situation is come back at the end with a liner and then really carve everything out. Okay. Like a three or something. Yeah, oh yeah. Get in there. It's something that's going to actually handle the corners like they need to be handled. And like all the, like this corner, the front corner right here between the front cherry on top of the cake and the cake itself, right? That little tiny, yep, right where the, right there. Like you could just okay. carve that out a little tiny bit and it would really change where everything's kind of focused at. Cause right now it looks like the focus piece is on this cherry in the front and the very top cherry on the cake. And then the rest is kind of like getting a little bit out of focus that if it was just like, clean up a little bit in those little tiny corners with a liner, I think it would go a long, long way. But this piece is overall like pretty clean. I think yeah. one of the earlier pieces of advice that I got, I put myself in some really awkward situations and went and got uh, uh, portfolio reviews when I was like, I don't know, probably six or seven years in. And some of the things that I got were like, yeah, bro, uh, stay away from outlines and uh, don't have everything in your book. Take your 10 best pieces and put those in there because everything else that you have is going to end up, you know, they all affect each other and it all evens out. If you have two fucking super rad pieces or 10 super rad pieces and 10 kind of like older pieces or things that are not like what you're really trying to do, it's going to even out your overall quality is people are, as as you're trying to sell work you know what i mean so if you just say hey this is my dopest work and i'm gonna this is what i'm promoting then um i've had a lot better look a lot better look than just having like every picture of everything i've ever done 
I appreciate that. Thank you. Let's move to the to another one. It's Jessica Rabbit one. Uh, Very clean. Yeah, there's yeah the the lines are. They're very delicate. Um, so I want it. Uh, did you use like a gray, like a gray wash or something to to outline this, or to like a lining black or something? Yeah, yeah. It was a real. Uh, it was it was a mid tone gray. Mm. So that was that's gonna that's gonna drop out on you, and then all the reds and oranges are going to go are going to heal over time towards the flesh tone that's there and then the the gray or the the blue in the arms is going to go towards a gray over time as it gets a little bit of sun and the relationships between all those things is going to be different and that's why really in tattooing there you know you can't get away i don't i wouldn't want to say you you have to do a black line although it's a pretty good rule but you have to have crisp edges and you have to have um yeah, you have to have hard edges and contrast. So the most mm -hmm. contrasty thing in this whole piece is this open piece of flesh in the middle and then the black part of the microphone below it. Right. You know what I mean? And if yeah. like, if you had stuck to that line where it's like inside of everything, you'd probably be okay. But the outside line of everything, like the contour line that just like kind of traces the outside of everything should mm -hmm. probably be a little bit like crisper because over time what you'll just see is that the color relationships as everything ages the color relationships aren't going to hold up right like as that gray kind of goes away and then that orange ends up being like wow why did i even put that orange there because it's the same color as the skin and i could have just done like a a, a brown shade on the leg that would have given that they would have given the leg that dimension um it's gonna it's gonna have a different feel after a summer or two Okay. So Thank just you. FYI, just something to watch for as pieces come back over time is like, hey, that didn't, I see stuff all the time and it took me moving to a place and being there over five years before I was like, oh, wow, I was super confident about this before. Uh, maybe I should not have been. Absolutely. See, I love learning things. Thank you. But it's pretty clean. I mean, that's just a I I mean I think so I guess I'm I'm thinking about the movie you know what I mean and I remember you know and now that I'm like sort of remembering you know what this looks like I bet the lines are very thin oh yeah and probably color lines too but yeah yeah, yeah. that what I'm thinking though is like you could you could add your own artistic <laughs> license here and go with a much bolder outline especially if that would be more confident for you you know and I think it would, you know it would add that some of that contrast that Mickey was talking about and 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 further support the you know those colors aging better you know yeah. it could even be almost like a art nouveau sort of a take where it's just the perimeter you don't have to you don't have to hit every single line and make it bold but like just sort of like almost like the cutout you know what I mean the whole perimeter of it you could just give it you know a little more support that would separate it, you know, be that minimal sort of separator from the from the background, um, and that might, I don't know, that might like uh, just 
just really strengthened this piece. But it again, I think, you know, I'm glad that you chose the first one and this one for this particular slideshow because these are some of your stronger pieces, I think. Um, Thank you. Yeah, uh, we got Jason Lisa, everybody. Hey, Jason. Hey, Jason. <laughs> Hi everyone. I'm eating breakfast, which is why. Okay. We're <laughs> we're <in. laughs> yeah. Well, we're uh, we're we're checking out Creatures portfolio. Let's let's see another one. Skull. Rad. All right. So, um, as I'm looking at this one, there's a. Uh, Something that you did that I think this is this is something I you know I you know I learned it from Bob Tyrell. A lot of times you know I like to render the skull like as the you know like the photo I'm looking at or whatever. Um, but something Bob Tyrell really really talks about when he's tattooing skulls is the difference. You know, there's a difference between like you know we're painting a painting versus tattooing a tattoo. There's a lot of parallels. There's a lot of things that we can find you know an analogy to, but. Uh, but anyway, Bob Tyrell likes to really push the, the eye sockets and the nose, the nasal cavity, likes to push them really dark, just like you've done here. And so, um, so I think that that is, a, I think that's really effective, right? I think that you know, giving, giving us this silhouette, it really does, uh, it really does give us a lot of, uh, um, gives the, it gives the design a lot of impact. So, and there's a simple graphic sort of relationship that it has there. Um, I, I think that, uh, I think that the outlines on this one, much bolder than the, you know, the first, you know, the Jessica Rabbit one that we were looking at. Um, I know it's a different aesthetic, but uh, it does have, again, sort of this graphic strength. Um, Probably, you know, like I think if you get a chance to, you know, to to maybe give this one more pass or something, you could, you might want to give some of the shadows, especially like these casted ones, you could always give it just a slightly firmer kind of edge, especially, you know, like, so there's, there's the shadows that are rounding out the skull and then there's the shadows where they're kind of, the skull is like casting a shadow on the one underneath it. So, you know, soft over here is nice. And then maybe just a little bit more, a little bit sharper there, something like that. You know, I think that would be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, maybe some other, some other feedback. Does anybody have any, anything to add about, about this one? So I like it. I think one thing that would have made it a little bit more dynamic, just my two cents here, you know, take it or leave it, whatever. Um, Instead of having, we love your skulls, opinion, Jason. Oh, Beat it stop. up. Instead of having all the skulls straight on, I think if you had varied their perspective and their angle a bit, you know, maybe had like the top one going straight on, had maybe the one underneath it looking off to the left, and the one underneath that off to the right, and then maybe you know the one at the bottom. Actually, the one at the bottom could probably stay since you'd be looking down on it. You'd be seeing more of the brow ridge anyway. And that's kind of what you got going on there. But vary up the angles a little bit more. Make it a little bit more, you know, uh, visually 
um, not necessarily interesting because it's very interesting piece to begin with, but make it a little bit more visually dynamic. You know, go with a three quarter perspective, maybe have one turned all the way to the side so it's profile view. Um, you know, just thinking forward, you know, um, that's just kind of where my mind's going with it. I think if you had had that third one down facing to the left and you had the second one down from the top facing to the right, I think it would have made it a little bit more dynamic of a composition um, and probably would have helped move your eye around it a little bit more instead of just being like boom, 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 boom. Well, that's... I'm still waking up too, so. Thank you, I appreciate I it. Said, um, are you, are you using a tablet? No. No. Okay. I've never, never used one. It's all analog. Okay. Um. So when when uh you're doing your skulls and stuff like that on the um say the third one and the fourth one. So like the top two, um, it seems like uh, there's a little, um, there needs to be a little bit more information. Um, so you got like that open spot on like the, the jaw, the jaw, whatever the jaw part, upper part, like underneath the, the cheekbones needs a little bit of shading um, to help that out. And then kind of the same thing with the top one, just a bit more shading, just like adding more information. Like if it's a story, you know, add as many details as you can into it uh, reasonably. Um, so yeah, that's 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 the only thing I can really see. Just some more like mid tones because I see a lot of darks and lights, and just some more mid tones. Um, Thank you. I think another, another thing you could try. I don't know if you have any like art stores, but you can generally go to an art store and buy like a skull, and then you can just like take photos of it in different positions. And if you do that while they all have the same light while the light system set up and you put them all together uh then the lighting on them all will match even if they're in different positions it's and, not one of the amazon yeah it's halloween guys that's like, true yeah go for to sure. any spirit of halloween they have a skull <laughs> that you can buy I, can, I also <laughs> highly recommend um Dapper Cadaver. There's a place called Dapper Cadaver that sells props for movie sets that's all like skulls and baby skeletons and shit like that. Baby skeletons. Unlimited is a good one. Dapper Cadaver. Could you um, say the name of that company one more time? Cadaver? Dapper Cadaver. Yeah, there's a couple of them, but Dapper Cadaver is the one that I've used. Excellent. Nice. Let's move on. Okay. This one is, uh, it has a, a very nice kind of uh, traditional feel. There's a real nice traditional feel from the lettering, you know, to the, the way that you use the lines. Um, I think, uh, I think that it just, it gets a little, my, my only, my feedback on it is that it's, you know, again, like I really like the way that you have this sort of negative on positive, that rhythm, you know, like right here where this arm of the cactus goes in and then it's inverted over here. Love that, you know, and maybe that's, maybe this was flash or something like that, but even still like that you were observant and you, you know, you were able to sort of pull that off. I think that's, uh, 
it's well seen, right? And, and so good attention to detail. Um, it gets a little heavy right there. And so it's, it, you know, maybe it just needed that little bit of yellow or something. It's got a little tight, whatever the case. I think okay. that's minor. It's a very minor thing because overall it's, you know, uh, you've got uh, a lot of great contrast. Or I don't know how little this lettering is. Um, is this a lower leg? That is a forearm, a female's right inner forearm. Were you working on it with the design right side up? I was. If you turn to the side and you were working on it to like the right hand, or I guess it would be the left hand side of it, the same side of the flowers on, mm -hmm. you'd have a lot more support for your hand as you're going down into the bucket. Right. So as you're trying to pull okay. the lines on the bucket and there's nothing under your hand to hold it up because you're at the end of her, the side of her arm, uh -huh. start wrapping. if you turn yourself sideways, then you then you can rest your hand on the client a lot more, more stably to more in a much more stabilized way so that you can for the for like the the pot part at the bottom like this. I'm just looking at how the straight lines on the side, you can kind of see that like the the bottom underneath your hand is given away right like you're pulling a line and there's like nothing there yeah as far as like under your hand uh and it really starts to kind of like affect things and if you can get away from having to work on it right side up then um you might be able to find a little bit more uh ergonomic stability in there gotcha thank you that's a great tip i'm gonna remember that that's that's i i never thought about that I, I try to keep my elbow tucked into the ribs, you know, and I'm pulling the hard lines and get my anchor points down. But yeah. Huh. I, so I don't know, maybe, maybe there's a difference of opinion and stuff here. I find that when I get all tight, like, you know, like my arm tight to my body, I'm not able to, it's, it's, it's not the way that I'm comfortable. I, I do like to, I do like to brace my my you know my forearms a bit you know like so like my maybe my wrist or the bottom of my hand could be touching the client a bit or maybe like I'm you know like using maybe a finger like a pinky finger or something as a, a little bit of an anchor but I like to be able to to move, move it shoulder. there's a little bit sometimes it's like there's a little bit of like wrist you know that I'll have so I might tighten up for maybe sometimes for that but I I guess I uh uh, what do you all think? Where, how do you all approach the sort of, you know, the, how do you hold your body when you're, when you're making, making tattoos? A lot of times I tend to use my tattooing hand, like the, the heel of my tattooing hand has another anchor point to stretch. So I usually have a good amount of support. But I can't always do that because some lines are big enough that I need to be able to go farther than the circumference my wrist can reach. Yeah, that's something that like, uh, you know, one of my mentors when I was apprenticing that, you know, uh, he was really big about like, you know, like, all right, so you're stretching with one hand, you know, and you're, you're thinking about bracing your other hand on it or something, you know, like, don't do that. You have to figure out, you have to get comfortable with, you know, being a little bit, a little bit of independence because you might have a longer line, you know, you might have to, uh, you know, again, like, like Amber, you're saying, you know, you'll use the heel of your tattoo. I'm right-handed dominant, but you know, you'll sort of stretch with your other hand and then use the 
you know, the heel of your hand and sort of pull another direction. Mm-hmm. Points. Um, but it's, uh, it's difficult. And I think I find my, I, I catch myself like sort of going back to, I don't know if it's a, how it became a bad habit. Maybe it's from drawing, you know, you sort of get into this, you know, you just get tight. You're really focused on something you're doing. And then you're like, before you know it, you're all cramped up and Ah, uh, and you're like two inches from the client's body while you're tattooing. <laughs> yeah. It is a intimate process applying a tattoo. Yes, it is. Just as long as you're not trying to do the two finger tap on the tattoo. Yeah. Uh, to like go back a step. I think you're. No, right. who's ever done that? No, I, I haven't. I promise. Uh, <laughs> I can neither confirm or off. deny anything. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. other thing, I feel like, especially with drawing, I like if my hand can move, and that's really actually my biggest problem with the iPad is I feel like I just can't move my arm enough sometimes. Um, and w- one way to think of that, I'm sure this is all going to be definitely situational. Uh, you ever do you have you rode do you ride motorcycles or have you ever ridden motorcycles uh no okay well I would assume that having your arm tight into your body if everything's tight and you can rotate then then at least it gives you a good pivot point but it's kind of like being in a car with no shocks right like it's going to pick up everything like that your whole body does if you don't have everything under control then it might be worth it to to be a little bit looser and be able to, you know, if you can pull a straight line like this across, then you don't technically really need the the body under your arm, like I was talking about before. But if you're leaning on the body and the body drops away, then that's going to make everything unstable. So just like, you know, if you're coming in too much, if, if when you pull in like that and you put your elbow in your side, are you pulling from like your shoulder and moving your whole arm back? Or are you moving everything from your wrist? I tattoo with my uh, shoulder and yeah. my elbow. Yeah, definitely. That'll help a lot. And that's the way that I would recommend is what, what, what you're saying you're doing. Okay. This piece was done um, probably almost a year and a half ago. It fit her personality perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> I love not, it. it's fun <laughs> she's great <laughs> she's how big favorite. is that tattoo um two inches i really oh. like it my only suggestion is you did this with a three right yeah uh, My three, only suggestion would be you did it with a five, a three and a five. Okay. My only suggestion would be to take that five and outline just the outline of the entire thing with a tight five. It'll mm-hmm. only give a slight difference in line weight, but it'll make it pop off the skin a lot more. Okay. The variation in line weight is really important, right? And you're already doing that because you're choosing a three and a five. Mm -hmm. But if you chose a three and a seven, there would be more contrast, right? And another thing to consider, just to think about, I have no clue about you or what you're trying to do. Um, This is, this is, 
do you want to do two inch traditional tattoos? Is that like uh, what you want to do? I like larger scale things. Uh, I started I was, off doing smaller things. My mentor recommended it. And uh, so I stuck with those for quite a long time. Um, I slowly moved up in size. I tried to bite off more than I could chew uh, a couple years ago and it bit me in the butt. I've had to revisit it a couple times, but it's fine now. Um, I, so it's to the point now where I'm trying to knock out a first uh, session for, say, a, a quarter sleeve in about eight hours. I um, And do that so it looks good until the second session where I can go in and do details. Uh, but I've done quite a few smaller palm and hand size tattoos in a reasonable <laughs> amount of time. I, I would just go back to my earlier thing and say, like, to consider as you're building everything up curating your portfolio in a way that it's like starts to like you want to maintain the stuff that's the best work for as long as possible but you want to mm -hmm. start downplaying the stuff you're not really trying to do and you really want to start um uh laying into the stuff you do want to do and the stuff that's old like if it's not benefiting your portfolio if it doesn't make the rest of your work look good and if it's not something you're trying to sell take it out okay it's a thing that you did, but you don't have to like have everyone in there for all time, you know? And I'm, this has bitten me in the ass before too. I've gone back to a shop that I used to live by that, you know, was always a really happening shop. I wanted to go, you know, work there. And they were just like, bro, we do little tiny tattoos all day. You have no little tattoos in here. How are we supposed to like, you know, nobody, nobody from the Hills over here is buying a, a half sleeve. Like they're getting like these little bangers. And I just kind of didn't really at that before when I lived close to there, I didn't really think of it that way. Like I knew some of the artists and I knew everybody was busy, but I didn't think of it as like, Hey, you come in with your tackle box, you bang these tattoos out for six hours, you go home and somebody else slides into your seat. And then they do that. There's not a lot of like continuing work that's going on multiple days and multiple sessions and it's really high paced you know so like it, it's just what do you don't what do you want and you you start designing for that all right um my particular area um fallen bakers from my area uh everyone wants little bangers that's about it um i'm about an hour north of columbus which um, that area, they have a lot more diversity. There's probably a thousand different tattoo shops there um, that do everything, anything and everything. Um, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I think that's like, to be honest, it's, that's such great advice. It's so, it can be difficult. It's, it's, it, it's also the simplest thing, but it's, I, I feel like it's, it's difficult to to do to curate your own work you know what i mean to uh to, to really commit to something specific um it's certainly something that i'm you know that i'm working on as well but um but i i do think that that it's a really great point um let's check out another one let's see whenever i put together a portfolio i suddenly hate everything i do the portfolio I'm the exact, right now, I'm in, that's exactly where I'm at. 
let me let me back out here a little bit and let's let's just take a we'll take a broad you know look at the work that you've got we'll see if we can't you know zero in on some some things uh what about this little this little baby star wars Grogu. Uh, Grogu, is that his name yeah if you flip the page it's the shiny version i think uh, Yay! Everyone likes the shiny version. <laughs> well, That's what 91% alcohol does on a tattoo. It makes uh, it shiny like that. <laughs> well, there's a there's a, a really bold outline. So I mean from from a distance, it stands out, you know, almost uh, you know, in a stronger way than some of the other pieces that we've been seeing. Um, and so I think that that's, that's effective. You've got a lot of line weight, a lot of line, you know, different qualities of line weight and stuff that's going on as well. Color line, um, very, very thin lines versus this very bold, almost sticker-like appearance to it. Um, and I, you know, I even kind of find this, it's, it seems like a stylistic choice that there's very sharp sort of edges it reminds me of an artist named J.C. Leindecker. I don't know if anybody's familiar with uh, Leindecker's work, but he would do these sorts of things as a very sharp line. You know what I mean? It's um, so again, if you're finding that you're gravitating towards a you know a particular aesthetic device, keep using it. You know, especially if you know if people are liking it, it's effective, um, and it's also nice if there's a reference within art history you know, painting or tattooing or whatever. Um, you can also, you could really start to look to these, you know, to these, um, uh, these influences for, for more, I, I believe. Um, but yeah, anybody else have any, you know, want to give some feedback, some critique? Would you be interested in going over to the synthetic port, uh, the synthetic, um, I don't, I don't know, uh, the clip I do. Your synthetic skin? Yeah, that it's up, it up for this one. Um, that, yeah, there's 10 there. Okay, cool. So those are all on synthetic skin. I order it by the giant roll from a place out of New Jersey. Um, if anybody wants information on that, let me know. It's way better than the stuff you get at Amazon. It is. Um, I, I get my shit from there, too. Mm -hmm. And my shipping is almost nothing because I'm in Jersey. Yeah, there you go. These all seem fairly recent. Um, interesting. I'm just sort of scrolling. I like through. those little trash polka designs. Thank you. All of this was from one of the dreaded online tattoo courses. Yeah. Yes. He uh, taught how to work the machine on synthetic very well. I do very well with rotaries on synthetic. But I also have, you know, other apprenticeships that, you know, people signed off on me. Well, uh, so so you're expressing you know confidence on the on the fake scan. You don't uh, 
what do you find I'm, different on the you know like with the with the real human subject it's it's a it's minors versus major league i mean that doesn't move it's on a flat surface now um that that's not all of them that's just a nice cross section of some i, I have over 250 that i've done um, I, we made a mannequin and put him in the chair and I tattooed on top of Marv. Marv is the mannequin. Um, and that's how I learned how to transition from, uh, uh just a flat surface to a curved surface. Um, but that uh, synthetics are nice. They don't scream. I mean, um, the, the, they came out really nice and I just wanted to share. I, I really like the work. I don't mind. I, I like black and gray, but I do like I, I like doing everything. Spirit, he mentioned um, neo traditional, so he's got me looking at that. Um, neo traditional, it is cool. What? And then I've been watching Jason learning about Oriental stuff, so you know, eh, I'm all wow. over the place. I guess. When I was about six or seven years in, I took my portfolio over to Daniel Oberloser. I don't know if anybody knows who that is, but she was looking through my book and was just like, yeah, is this stuff new and this stuff old? And I was like, yeah, she was like, you should get rid of all the old stuff. And then she looked through it and was like, yeah, all this like realistic stuff that's super airbrushy, that stuff looks really, really good. You should do that. All this stuff with the line, you should just not do that. And then guess what? The next five years, that's all I could hear anytime I had to do any kind of line work and was just like really busting my ass to where like nobody would ever say that again. And, um, you know, play to your strengths, dude. The, the realistic stuff looks on point for where it's supposed to be, you know? Um, and then it looks kind of like some of the other drawings. You're not understanding maybe like where it's supposed to be or you're looking at it and you're like i connect this here but it's kind of like i forget which painting it which piece it was but there's a couple points that could be kind of like not 90 degreed off but like go into each other at a more obtuse angle and you have them kind of going in like this which makes them look really extremely sharp mm -hmm. right and just like <laughs> bro there's a ton of people doing great off of black and gray realism because that's what they promote because that's what they're really mm -hmm. good at and they probably don't even need to draw or do anything with lines, you know? Um, and it looks like, I feel like looking at your stuff, the stuff that's in the black and gray is a lot more on point to kind of like where you would think it is than some of like the flowers, right? Can you scroll over to the page of flowers? Sure. These are cool. Gotta like go. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Cool, uh, man. Have a good day, Jay. Where's the, these flowers? This right? one. Yeah. So like, I like the rose on the bottom the least, right? Like all the rest of these look like pretty, especially the top right looks like it's on point. And then like the other flowers, they almost look like they don't have lines, right? Cause they're shaded, I guess, like kind of more realistically, even this one, it, it, the top right one has like the cluster has small lines, but it's clean. Whereas the rose you have some areas where it's like light petal against light background mm -hmm. does that make sense right it like does. in the upper left hand corner of it like i would have either brought that dark around more to make it glow but having like you know or bring the dark on the leaves up to the edge a little bit more so that it's crisper and it's not just like 
I guess the way the whole thing is rendered, there's a couple places that look like there's lines and there's a couple places that look like everything's shaded off the line. And so you can't really like make out the line, which I like. I like that part where you can't really make out the line. Uh -huh. but have a couple lines pop out like at the top of this rose. I'm, I have my mouse over it on my computer. <laughs> um, I think like kind of throws off the realism aspect. I don't know what it is, but on this page, I do like all the flowers and the rose is the one that sticks out to me. Thank you. Um, there was a question uh, from Jen. Yes, uh, Jen, I had purchased the Ben Fisher Ink Rush uh, synthetic tattoo course. And these are some of the images. The first 30 days was uh, published free on YouTube. And I did all of those. And then uh, my spouse and I, we went ahead and purchased the full course, which was expensive. Um, I learned quite a bit. Uh, th thank you, Mickey. Uh, I appreciate it. Well, we want to uh, welcome Jen to the, sh to the show. Jen, it's so great you could hop on. Um, if there was any other feedback, uh, we're checking out Creature's work today and we're, you know, trying to highlight some of the best, you know, of, of uh, what Creature's done as well as I think, um, you know, hopefully give you confidence to, you know, not that you need this permission necessarily, but just more or less like, you know, go for it go, you know, put out the, the things that are, you know, your strongest suit um, and get, get yourself into that, the shop that you, you know, that's going to be a good fit for you. Uh, yeah. So um, I don't know, I guess that the, like, I want to sort of echo something that Mickey was saying. And that I, I think that some of the stronger pieces that I've seen are, are, you know, they are the black and gray, you know, mm. some, realistic things um so nobody could you know nobody's gonna you know can force you to do something that you're not into but that but these seem like you know they, these really make the most sense so far uh there was another one on your page that was like uh they were like comedy tragedy mask or something like that uh and mm -hmm. i thought that was fairly you know that was fairly well rendered in black and gray on skin yeah um yeah. it's almost like i think when we saw the skulls earlier it's like if you bring this sensibility to a piece like that you know again like so some guy did a course i mean it's you know not diminishing it i'm sure it's i'm sure it's a certainly. Course. certainly but you know you can take your own photographs you know what i mean and you can you you can make your own reference i mean you you're proving it you know mm -hmm. what i mean so you can you should be able to translate your own images um and do them to this degree, I believe. Um, and then again, I think, you know, there's a nice point about the way that it's it's maybe a, a bit too harsh in terms of outline in a few places, um, but there are some wonderful moments of rendering that are happening in this one. Uh, this one is very stylized, you know, this, this flower appears very stylized um, and that's cool. But perhaps it's, you know, perhaps there's something about rendering a, you know, photographic image that you seem to have an affinity for. Uh, Thank you. Stronger. I love that daisy with the 
Oh, let's go back. Dark shading around it on the left. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, I'm not sure what the reference looked like. I might suggest, you know, if you can put a bit of shape to it, like more flow in some respect, that might be mm -hmm. kind of nice. Something that like, uh, you know, my, my drawing teacher used to get on me about or everybody in class was, you know, it was like this halo, you know, it's like, again, that, that contrast, having that really, you know, sort of that really, uh, that nice relationship between the dark and the light is very powerful. But if it's just, you know, if it sort of matches the whole contour like that, um, it can have a sort of a halo sort of appearance. So, you know, like uh, some kind of push, you know, a little bit to it'll add flow. It could, add, you know, just sort of make it, you know, a little bit more. So just a little something or other, you know, just kind of get- Yeah, a little way. direction on the shading uh, or on the black background. Right. The other thing, I and what you can do for that, like when you design that out, I would draw the flower. I would draw like a little halo around it where you want it to go. And then a couple of lines through it where you want to shade out to. If you were on a tablet, I'd say you could just use the liquify tool and like smudge it out and and just mm -hmm. like make that really easily. I like that flower. It's the only thing is I think that you're really, especially on the upper left side of that flower, the same one James was just talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Like it, it's go down just a little bit before you hit the center of the flower. Boom. So you're just losing the definition between the petals in there. Right. Like if you had a little bit more line or if you're using two line weights, one line weight for the inside of everything and then one line weight for the contour line around the outside of everything, um, it would really help each one of those pedals stand up. Because I think that's really the thing, right, is you're losing the definition between like the pedal and the pedal next to it. But the rest of it is like everything's in the right spot. It's just like the little lines between the pedals are not crispy enough. So you kind of lose that. Does that make sense? Yep, sure it does. Appreciate it. Uh, um, Kyle asked something. I wanted to. I wanted to get Kyle in on the combo here. Oh. It was just like referring to like the the courses that they were talking about, like the synthetic course, and I was just wondering if like, because like synthetic skin and like actual skin are like vastly different. So I was just wondering if like tattooing on. The synthetic scan, if that's more of just getting an understanding of how the machine works compared to like actually tattooing, you know, learning like um, your hand speed compared to the machine speed and everything like that. Um, that that's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. The the comfort of writing or drawing, we've done it. We've all done it so much that you don't even think about it. The the pencil or whatever, it's just a part of your hand. Uh -huh. um, when you pick up a rotary, if you're used to a coil or, or whatever, it's just like getting into someone else's car. It's a weird transition. You're like, I'm used to my truck and now I'm in this little, you know, Cooper or whatever. It's, it's just odd. Yeah. And so when I first did the 30 days, I realized that I couldn't pull a straight line for nothing. Yeah. Not, 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 not worth anything. And so I mean, I spent, God, thousand hours at least on this synthetic course, just learning how to pull straight lines and making them clean. Mm -hmm. And after I did all that and I finally felt comfortable, 
the very first tattoo I did, which was about uh, an inch and a half by inch and a half, took me eight hours. It was just black and it was God awful. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, I, I went back later and fixed it, of course. That was the, the deal. But I realized then it was way, way harder than just on synthetic. Mm -hmm. And I had to start completely over. I used mm -hmm. the same techniques, but I had to retrain myself from, and remember um, the first apprenticeship I had was in the early, early mid nineties. Okay. And that was more of a scratcher apprenticeship, not to say that he wasn't good because Mr. Larry Rick Sacker, my first mentor, very good. Mm -hmm. Still, still friends to this day. Cool. Um, but with him, I learned, uh, I learned positioning. I learned um, how to sell tattoos. I learned all the other things except to tattoo. You see, mm -hmm. and so now uh, there was. I tried to get into multiple shops, and that didn't work. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll learn this way. So mm -hmm. I learned how to use the machine this way, and I tried both coils, and and in the end, my first mentor gave me his coil and all that um mm -hmm. spalding and rogers original and so then i you know I, i've been slowly progressing on my mm -hmm. own creating mm -hmm. my whole world but mm -hmm. it, it was it was very helpful it was expensive but very helpful mm -hmm. okay um so so when when you're pulling lines and everything like that um what what's like the one consistent like what what do you see do you see it like being too light or too too deep do you see in blowouts like what what's the one of the first thing that sticks out of your mind when uh struggling with pulling line work does that make sense um not as much as i used to okay uh, I, I used to have a lot of trouble trouble like consistency of the thickness of, of the line weight well i yeah. found out that's because of my angle and i was using uh, liners instead of shaders because okay. if you line with a shader because of the not having the angle you have a greater chance to not change the line weight yeah. um but then again you have to hold the machine a little bit differently in order mm -hmm. to do that so i mean it's not that I'm really lacking anything anymore. I mean, okay. there's always more to learn. Don't misunderstand me. I don't have an ego. It's more about, I think where I'm at is I just need to be in a proper shop. Okay. I, I, I really think that's it. I mean, yeah. I've only done probably 300 tattoos on skin, on mm -hmm. human. And then I've done a couple, well, 250 plus on synthetic. I, I don't rush and I don't do, I, I, I try, I'm, I'm older. So I'm all these people that are asking me to do ridiculous things that I don't do. That's why I don't do them. Yeah. Um, but that, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, and, and so with like, when, when you go to like different shops and like asking them about uh, being able to work there and stuff like that, do they give you any feedback? Or do yes. They... Okay. Um, one of the last shops I went into was more of an MC place. Uh, they wanted uh, strictly American traditional. Okay. I tried to show them that I had some and they didn't really, it was more just a ploy. Hey, you're not good enough. Go ahead and go. Uh -huh. Um, a, a lot of times they'll rough you up at a shop just to see if you'll come back. I get that. 
Yeah. Um, I don't let it stop me. I went and I practiced a little bit more. <laughs> that way, if I get back that way, I can show them. Yeah. But in, in the end, like I went to one place and this is when I first got involved and I didn't know who Bob Tyrell was. So uh, after the guy belittled me, I came home and I mean, he really gave me what for, for not knowing. And then so I studied up on him and well, he's still not interested and things like that. There's just no shops around here more than anything. There's four. Nobody's oh, okay. looking. Nobody's looking. And there is one shop, but that's one shop that nobody wants to go and no one will go to work at. Oh, okay. Um, that, yeah. So, I mean, I've been told by every shop to stay away from there. Damn, dude. Mm-hmm. And that there's probably something to that. There's definitely a couple local shops to me where like I won't hire you even if you've been there just because you're either you're paying into the the atmosphere that was previously you know not already not cool. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, I've been trying to get in with. Uh, uh name name dropping a little bit so because i have a bunch of autographs and i know a bunch of uh, uh players in the tattoo world like i got derb to sign my book a couple times hung out with him a bit and fawn and a bunch of other people um they've all treated me very well so i've gone to all these different shops and i've talked to the owners and like derb used to skate with some uh, uh one of the tattoo owners in ashley his name is joe so i've talked with him a little bit and you know th everyone keeps trying to kind of send me to the right place but it just hasn't been the right fit yet i guess uh, there's a timing has a lot Timing has the a lot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You you go, you go, you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. The last shop I apprenticed at, they didn't know who Guy Atchison was. I, I've been and to a place where they hated Guy. I'd rather them know who he is and dislike his stuff than have no idea who one of the greatest tattooers of you know the 20th century. And the 21st century is. He was literally like, who's that? I'm like, Biomech? He's like, yeah. oh, that guy. And that really should have been the first red flag. Mm-hmm. It's like mentioning uh, uh, Zuleta about tribal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that, yeah, a, timing has a lot to do with it. I've definitely been, you know, there's times where people have showed up and I'm just like, Hey man, I already just hired somebody else. And even though I like your work, like I just can't really do it right now. And there's other people who I've been like, man, I'm not ever going to hire again. And they happened to come on the right day when I had the right problem. And I was just like, yeah, you're in, let's go. So, mm -hmm. you know, I would say like be familiar with as many of those places as you can. And then hopefully when something comes up, you get an opportunity to jump in. Um, Cause sometimes like, you know, they're not going to be on your schedule. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, so that's another good point. You know what I mean? Uh, let's see. So uh, 
Jen was saying in the comments that Denver's hiring, there's lots of opportunity. There may be opportunities in other places, maybe like you were talking about, even in Columbus, an hour away from you, maybe there's an opportunity there. I don't know if that's feasible for your life right now. Perhaps it's, you know, it feels like it's uh, inaccessible because just of your location. You're just not, you're just not like uh, on the same page with all the, the shops in your vicinity, you know, for instance. Um, but I mean, you keep coming to, you know, you're a part of the reinventing community and you keep coming to, you know, like engaging with us. And so I, you know, I think you, you're clearly dedicated. There's a lot of potential in your work. And I think, uh, you know, I, I, I believe that there was a lot of really constructive feedback here. Hopefully you feel encouraged in many respects. I do. But also I, 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 you know, I think I'm gonna take away from this personally, you know, like, yeah, some of this advice, you know, it's like, it, it goes for me too. You know what I mean? It go, goes for all of us. And it's a process that's gonna, you know, it's gonna never end. Not that you can't resolve contradiction, only that another new contradiction emerges. That's all, <laughs> you know, you're never gonna get out of it, right? But you can all, you know, you can find, you know, solutions to the issues, but new issues are, will emerge. That's the, it's our challenge, but it's also the, I think a beautiful part. Um, and so, you know, you're gonna find a great shop one day and, you know, it's going to be, uh, there's going to be some new bullshit that, <laughs> that'll pop up, you know? So I just think, uh, you know, uh, you're here, we're, you know, we're like, we're uh, cheering for you, you know, we're, we are really like rooting for you. We want to see you uh, flourish and do well. Um, and I think, I, I hope that you uh, sort of walk away from, from this, the whole thing, like you're talking about, like, you know, it seemed like seemed like all this deck stacked against you the you know the architect came back with some with some bad news and all that um and so you you really have to sort of reconfigure things you know uh yeah. don't give up right just just That's keep right. Going, as they say in the movies but i think uh it's it's really been uh this has really been um it's very generous of you to you know to kind of put yourself out here for us to see I think it, you know, if, so if you're out there and you've, uh, you, you know, if you're a shop owner and you got a place for creature, reach out and, um, you know, some encouragement or, you know, even an opportunity would be great. Uh, but I think, um, I think it would be wonderful if we, uh, if we went ahead and we did some, uh, we did some, some sign offs, right? We, uh, we wrap it up because it's, it's Monday after all. It's time to get to work. It is. Right? <laughs> oh, time to get to work. I know. <laughs> uh, but, but this is uh, this has really been fantastic. Um, thank you, creatures, so much for you know letting us take a look at your work mm -hmm. and uh, letting us you know just letting us chit chat about it. Um, let me. I want you to plug your book one more time, right? You've written, you've written a whole book. It's incredible. Uh, so you've looked at it. <laughs> so I, I think, so I think, uh, you know, like, so I haven't, I haven't completed it. There it is. Um, what is, what is the, can you give us uh can you give us like a, a sentence that gives us the thesis 
or at least as a teaser so that way you know because maybe there isn't like a maybe there isn't like a way to to give away the ending there's <laughs> an underlining there's an underlining um sense of morality and societal necessities um it comes in the form of philosophy science and religion if you take all of them there's an underlining message there's an underlying system that system is in this book it took me 30 years to write it does not tell anyone that whatever their belief is is incorrect it just shows that they all are saying the same things in this perspective and that the world can utilize that to help create a, a, a happier, safer place. Because I think all things come from within and we can only manage ourselves. And by managing ourselves, we change the world. So that's what I believe. That's what I wrote. But it's called The Bride. It's on Amazon. Who do you call that a prayer field? You could call it that, yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 30 years plus. So that's that. I want to say thank you to you guys for taking the time to give me the critiques. I consider all of you guys my peers. I really do. And so it means a lot. And it is kind of hard to sit here and have your toes raked over the coals, but it's cool. I can take it. Um, thanks, Mickey. Those are, those are the things that when you're doing your work, you want to hear. Yeah. So yeah, you're like, okay, I'm going to, that's what will make the biggest changes. It's the stuff you want to hear the least. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So thank you. Uh, I'll, I'll do my sign offs and, but God, I love you guys. All right. Thanks, Creatures nice you. Everywhere. Creature with a K, cave with a K. If you really want to see all of my hard work, it's not on Instagram. Go to the Facebook uh, private group. There's albums and albums and albums of everything. So even AI stuff. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Creature. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it really has uh, been such a pleasure. Um, all right. So, uh, Mickey, uh, real quick, you wanted to, you wanted to share a, a video. Is that right? Yeah, so this is like my most recent thing that I've been working on. Not really tattoo related. I was hoping to catch Jason in here to see uh, kind of what he thought. Hopefully, I'll have a video of this coming out uh, pretty soon once I get everything nailed down. But let's see. Share my screen. Is that the right one? Here we go. Can you see? Yeah. Is it blurry? Yeah. It should look like a blurry dragon. Slightly blurry, yeah. So this week, the trick has been trying to, like, animate this thing and get it so I could do the camera moving across. That's it. That's my new thing. Nice. Seven whole Very seconds. Cool. <laughs> well, uh, I, you know, it really is... Um, uh yeah no it really is uh just so magical you know what i mean and and just that little bit right it's it's just the beginning of something that you know is gonna i don't know it's it i think it shows it shows so much like uh, uh there's so many directions you could go with it so i'm really 
I'm really excited to see that you're doing these new things and that you're sharing them with us. I think that's um, it's really encouraging. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, thanks for all the feedback. I, you know, I, I got, I got a lot out of, uh, uh, of, you know, all of the suggestions today, all of the critique for creature. Um, let's, uh, let's do another sign off. Uh, Mickey, let me have you tell us where we can find you and, um, and where we're going to see you next. I'm Mickey Schlick everywhere. And, uh, next place I'll be is Paradise Tattoo Gathering in a couple weeks. See you guys there. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Mickey. It's great to have you as always. I'll, I'll probably see you on uh, Wednesday. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, Amber, let's have your sign offs, please. Hi, I'm Amber Morgan, and I absolutely loved this week's episode. Not only because Creature was featured, and I love her work, and I love seeing how she's progressed over the past year or so. But because this really informed my work as well, a lot of these tips and things I can take into my work to improve my work. And you can find me everywhere under Amber Morgan. Please ignore my TikTok. I my daughter manages it, and she has three kids. <laughs> well, uh, Amber. <laughs> It's great having you, and I'm I'm so glad you could you know you could come on and and uh, you know contribute. Hey, she just said it. this was the creature feature. I I heard that. I, I loved it. I thought that. <laughs> the creature creature feature, of course. Um, yeah, no. It is uh, October. Thank you, Amber. Really, really awesome. Kyle, yes, sir. Let's have your sign off. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, my name is Kyle Olson. I tattoo out of Tucson, Arizona in a shop called Trinity Art Collective. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach out to me via Instagram at Olson underscore tattoos, O-L-S-O-N, and get a hold of me at trinityartcollective.com. And I'm more than happy to talk to anybody about anything. So thanks, yeah. thanks for the show today. It's been a lot of fun. And Creature, like putting yourself out there, it's one of the best things to do. And, mm. and good for doing that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you, Kyle. I, I really liked, you know, you, you had some, uh, I think, very important questions that you were able to ask Creature today. Again, I got so much out of it personally. And uh, so it is, it's a pleasure to have you. Um, thank you so much for, for uh, sharing your time with us today, Kyle. Yeah, always, I love this. I love this so much. It's so much fun every time. It's awesome. Uh, well, Jen, if you want to like, if you want to text a goodbye message, <laughs> if you want to hop on, I don't know if everybody, I'm not sure if everybody can see. Uh, there you are. Hey, Jen. Hey, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I don't always make it up for the 7 a.m. start time in my time zone. Um, but yeah, I love just coming in and drawing while listening to the conversation. Um, and, you know, I know you're probably tired of hearing it, Creature, but like, just don't lose hope. I started later in life too. I had a transition and it took me five shops to find a shop that fit me. Um, and I absolutely admire that you're, you're going about it your own way. You're getting all of the information that you can and you're going to reputable sources. I think that's, you know, due for high praise. Um, I'll be at Paradise um, schlepping some camera gear and volunteering. So I'm happy to, to meet with anyone there and, uh, yeah, my name is Jen, J-H-E-N-N. -N. You can find me on Instagram, 
Jen tattoos and that's it. Uh, Jen, it's great to see you uh, here with us. Um, always appreciate your perspective. Uh, you are, a, a, I think, a very gifted artist. You work really hard as well. So I think, you know, it's, uh, it's great to see your development. And it's great to, to have you around. And so thanks for coming on today. And uh, again, really great questions. And uh, yeah, see you at Paradise. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to meeting you in person, James. Yeah, you too. It, well, it, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fantastic uh, event. So again, make sure to get your tickets. Go to paradisetattoogathering.com, I believe. I know, you can look it up. <laughs> get your tickets, right? Get out there. It's going to be great to see all of you. Um, thank you, everybody, for coming today. Uh, Creature, again, thank you. Uh, this, this has been Drawing for Tattooers. I'm James Wisdom. You can find me on the internet, Tattooing Wisdom. Thanks again to Guy Atchison for this platform. Uh, it's, I think it's really, uh, you know, a beautiful thing. So we want to say thanks for that.